Welcome to Making the Magic, a podcast chatting about all things Disney, Universal and beyond. This week we're back at Disneyland Paris talking about the Hotel Cheyenne. I'm Amanda. And I'm Martin. And before we uh, kick off today's podcast, first we just want to say thank you for everyone who's been listening to us recently. We will hopefully have news coming up soon. Keep checking the Facebook page for sort of reopening dates at the moment. We don't have any reopening dates for Disneyland Paris or Hotel Cheyenne. And the same for uh, Hotel New York. We know that there are hundreds of you that are literally just waiting, myself and Amanda included, to, to book to go to that particular hotel. So if you are one of those people who is looking to come and stay at um, Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, uh, when it opens, then please check out the show notes because there's going to be a link to our newsletter where you can sign up and get all the information. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been so much excitement about a hotel opening up, as those We've all been waiting a long time for it. I think, as you said, we'll be at the top of the list people who want to go and stay there got lots of people signed up already to get information as soon as we have it so if you are looking to stay at that hotel then yeah get in touch and uh, get signed up for the email list yeah i mean i've walked past it i uh, walked past it yesterday and it is looking fantastic from the outside and um, there's less and less vans in the car park which to me sort of either means that there's no one working on it or that a lot of the work is starting to sort of finish up it was more cars beforehand it was obviously more sort of vans sort of you know painters and things that coming in but now it's more cars which makes me kind of think it's more people who are there to kind of learn about how the hotel runs that might be just looking into it a bit too much who the paint and decorators might finish for the day when i went but who knows hopefully we're going to get an announcement uh, reasonably soon yeah it'd be great to get the park reopened all the hotels back open and as soon as we're able to to travel and it, it's safe to do so i know you know lots of us waiting to get back out to disneyland paris as soon as we're able to yep now where you actually drive into hotel new york opposite pretty much is the entrance to uh, hotel cheyenne but if you're actually going to be walking to there from the park there's actually quite a bit of a distance between the two of them but driving there's actually <laughs> they're actually the the entrances are pretty much opposite each other so for those of you who never stayed at the hotel before it's a three-star hotel it's one of the furthest away that and hotel santa fe are the sort of furthest away disney say it's a 20 minute walk i say it's probably sort of more of a 15 minute walk obviously depends on how quickly you walk to get down to the the entrance of the theme parks you can take a shuttle bus of course so shuttle buses run every sort of 12 minutes or so but i'm always of the mindset that if you can walk then you might as well just just walk you're going to be walking around the parks for 12 hours for the whole day so what's an extra sort of 15 minutes walk into there and you save a bit of time because when you get to the gates you're doing it again doing security at disney village as opposed to doing it with all the day trippers and things like that this hotel is really really popular with young kids especially ones who like the toy story films because it is a wild west town so you're not just staying in a hotel you are staying in a real wild west town and amanda i think this makes it super popular with with young kids doesn't it oh it really does i mean it has a, a very nice theme it's not like just going to stay at uh, a run-of-the-mill hotel where you could be anywhere you you do real uh, really feel like you're in a wild west town don't you yeah there used to be a sand strip that went along the sort of the main part of the town if you like down the center but that got paved over probably about 20 
22 years ago or something like that because people's pushchairs used to get stuck in it and then when it <laughs> rained all this <laughs> people would traipse in the, the wet sand uh inside so it doesn't look as quite as themed from that sort of side uh, i mean if you've never seen it before with, with the sand you obviously wouldn't know but i think this was the first hotel that i stayed in uh when i came all those years ago and i just remember just thinking wow this is amazing you are staying in a real world west town it's not sort of just a, a hotel block that's got a bit of sort of cowboy theming and a bit of wood sort of uh, attached to it you walk outside your building and you are in a world west town complete with things like a laundry a bar restaurant all those kind of things uh, even a starbucks now which maybe isn't quite as authentic for the wild west no, no. But, uh, it's a great place to go and pick up a, uh, um, a coffee and breakfast it's got lots of um, photo opportunities as well, hasn't it? So we've got the stagecoach outside, the reception area. Also, is all all themed. You've got lots of Wild West things in there. And the cast members, the staff, they're all dressed in their Wild West outfits too. Yeah, I'd say it's probably one of the hotels that you can definitely see the theming. The theming is definitely kind of like over-exaggerated in this one, where you stay at something like Sequoia Lodge, it's kind of quite understated. Whereas when you're here, you are in a Wild West town. You are basically yeah. staying in frontier land, effectively. And it's always had that Wild West theming, of course. But some years ago, they did the overlay of Woody from Toy Story. So the Woody Sheriff theming goes into the rooms. And one of the things I think is really, really cute is all the room numbers have got the little sheriff's badge with the number in between so there's an awful lot of detail there isn't there of the theming that you can can see yeah it's not like if any of you have stayed at sort of like the all-stars movies resorts and things are over in america where it's kind of quite in your face big giant characters and things like that. you're not going to find a 17 foot tall woody or buzz like you like it is kind of not sort of like in your face toy story kind of theming it is kind of quite subtle with the sort of like the hints to woody and woody's roundup within the rooms and just all the extra little touches around it usually is a toy story character that, that's there in the morning also sort of some of the sort of classic characters but it's kind of one of the only places in the hotels anyway where you're probably more likely to see someone like jesse or woody but then it, they are sort of different every morning. So if you're there for three mornings, definitely go every single morning and go and queue up and go and meet one of the characters. It's a great way of doing it. They usually have a photo pass photographer, which is great. I always recommend getting a photo pass, especially nowadays. You can't give your phone over to anyone to go and get your photo taken. So you really kind of either one person needs to not be in there or you need to take a selfie. And I'm not great at taking selfies. I don't know what it is. I can't take them. I don't know if I've got short, too <laughs> I short I need arms. arms. Yeah, like that, no, I'm but, rubbish. <laughs> yeah, and you're not allowed to have selfie sticks or anything. I'd not I'd have a selfie stick anyway. But having those professional photos, it's just a great way of getting everyone in, into the picture. It's right in reception. It's a really nice place, actually. I had a picture with uh, Mickey a while ago. It's a nice fireplace just next to it. And I kind of find the ones in the hotels are a bit more relaxed. They don't seem to be as rushed. Uh, and you don't really have to have queue for that long. And that is one of the benefits of staying in one of the on-site Disney hotels, isn't there? You've got those character meet and greet opportunities in every single one of them the hotels and they put up a little sign so that you know in advance um, who's going to be there yeah and then it's right next to the restaurant as well so if you go in for breakfast you can go and either go and do breakfast first then go and meet the character or go and meet the character first and then go and have breakfast afterwards as well so it's a really nice kind of way to start your day you've woken up you've gone and had your breakfast and you've already ticked off one character before you even got to the park so you've already done quite a bit before sort of stepping foot uh into the theme park so great way to sort of start the day i think 
Yeah. So we mentioned about the rooms being um, that woody theme. There's a couple of different room types, aren't there? Yeah, so you've got sort of the standard room, got the ones which are closer to the hotel facilities, and you've also got the ones closer to the river. The ones that are closer to the hotel facilities are the ones that are going to be closer to where the restaurant, the reception, and the shuttle bus to the theme parks is going to be. So if you're planning on taking the shuttle bus, it might be worth looking at taking this rooms. If, like me, you prefer to walk, then actually the river hotel rooms are probably the better ones to go for because you're closer to the river so it's a bit kind of quieter and then it means that you're then closer to walk into the parks the other ones are standard ones are kind of somewhere in the middle it's quite a big hotel from walking from one end to the other it is kind of like a reasonable kind of walk if you are one of those kind of people who wants to be next to the reception who wants to be next to the the restaurant who wants to be next to the shuttle buses then it's usually only a couple pounds more to guarantee yourself that you're going to be in one of these ones next to the hotel if like me you're going to walk everywhere then actually i'd prefer to probably be next to the river yeah i think if you've got little kids it is quite nice to have the rooms that are close to the hotel reception area so if you need to go back and forth to, to the room that's nice and easy and as you said it's not a huge upgrade cost uh, is it no 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 it's, it's a couple of pounds per night sort of difference and then you're guaranteed to be where you actually want to be now within the rooms two different sort of layouts you've got your standard where you've got two double beds and then the other option is to have one double bed and one pull-out bed so it's a sofa bed so it kind of gives you a bit more space during the day it really just depends on your family type as to what's kind of going to work out better if you're a couple for example then yeah you're going to go for the one where it's a one double bed and then you're going to have a sofa to sit down and chill out and relax on. Uh, same as if you've also probably got a toddler as well, you might just have those. If you've got teenagers, it really just depends on if you if they want to be on a, the pull-out bed or if they want to be on one of those double beds as well. So when you do books, you do get the option of which one to choose. So make sure you pay attention because if you definitely want to have two double beds in the room, make sure that those are the ones that you book. I mean, they're not huge, the rooms, are they? I mean, this is at the, the value end of of the um, Disneyland Paris on-site hotels. I mean, perfectly adequate, plenty of space, and um, particularly if you're going to be spending most of your time in, in the parks. They do sleep a maximum of four people, but I mean, if you're having like four adults or two adults and two older teens, uh, it's going to be quite cosy, I would say. Yeah, I mean, this hotel, I think, is more popular in the summer months, especially because you're going to be out and about so much. In the winter, when the park's closing at 7, 6 o'clock sometimes, I think this is when people then think, actually, maybe we'll pay this little bit extra and go and say it's Sequoia Lodge or Newport Bay Club or even uh, New York Art of Marvel. But I think a lot of people during the summer months, they're not going to be in the room that much. They just want to be somewhere on site. And Hotel Cheyenne is a really kind of cool option for them. Yeah, and if, if you've got kids who like Toy Story, they're gonna really, really gonna uh, love staying in this hotel. One of my very favourite things in that room is they have the very cool lamp with uh, Woody's yes. cowboy boot is the base of the lamp, and then you've got a shade with with uh, pictures of Woody on the outside. I want one of those lamps. They're really cool, aren't they? I mean, they were something from the original rooms before the upgrade, and I think people were quite scared when they heard there's going to be an overlay put in Toy Story and that the boot lamps would be 
one of the things that would be gone and might be replaced with sort of like a bit more of a generic thing. But luckily, they've stuck with the with the boot lamps and then even added to it as well, just putting the little sort of extra Disney touch on it. Yeah, I think if they sold those or some version of those in the gift store, they would be flying off the shelves. I definitely <laughs> would have one, but I didn't, I've never seen them for sale. I think they just are in the room. And they're quite large, so you definitely couldn't be putting one in your suitcase. They are quite large. No, I think also you might get get noticed as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Pretty standard offerings for hotel room there you've got, because it is a a more value hotel, you've got the open wardrobe, so open hanging space rather than a closed wardrobe. Got the flat screen TVs in there now though, which is good. Um, Got the the usual channels, a few international channels, got the Disney channel, but yeah, you're not going to Disneyland Paris to sit in your room and watch the telly, are you? No, I mean, to be fair, nowadays, most families take with them sort of iPads and things like that keep the kids amused on the plane or on the Eurostar so instead of switching on the TV at night a lot of people just kind of throw the iPads at the kids and there is free Wi-Fi across the whole hotel as there is across pretty much all of the resort it's not the fastest Wi-Fi in the world I've used it um, quite a few times I've used it when uh, I've done bookings and things like that from the hotel Wi-Fi so it's quick enough for that but if you're downloading stuff or streaming stuff it might be better to sort of download it beforehand as opposed to trying to stream it especially if the hotel's really really busy and there's a lot of kids all trying to get onto Disney Plus all at the same time. Yeah. And it's no tea and coffee making facilities in the room. That's standard across all of the Disneyland Paris on-site hotels. You can request a kettle though, can't you? And everyone who's staying in the room gets um, four complimentary hot drinks on their room key card that you can go and use in one of the drinks machines. Yeah, really kind of like nice feature. I think a lot of people don't realise that they get those extra drinks on their Magic Pass. I mean, you do have a Starbucks uh, at Hotel Show and you can't use it there. You can't go and get your... I don't drink coffee, so I don't really know. You can't go and get your... <laughs> caramel macchiato thing with soy milk and that kind of stuff they don't work on the they're they're not the free ones you have to go and pay for those ones but you do kind of get your sort of vending machine sort of coffee or hot chocolate or something which is really nice again if you stay in there during the winter it's kind of quite nice just to go and send someone out to go and pick up a load of hot drinks taken back to the room it saves messing around with a kettle or because you can't go and ask for a kettle or a reception but eh, if you've got the free drinks on the pass well just go and use those to be honest there is a laundrette as well usually probably not a way for long enough to actually require a laundrette but you know accidents might happen <laughs> and you might you might need it or we do get some people who are going on longer trips so they're, they're doing Disneyland Paris as part of a longer trip around the rest of Europe so actually having the laundrette on site is kind of quite good it's the only one of the on-site hotels that's got the access to a laundrette so it is slightly different. So talking about the rest of the resort then um, there are some dining options there aren't they if people want to eat in the resort yeah so you've got your starbucks which is uh kind of open to i think it's sort of 10 o'clock at night so it's open reasonably late and it's kind of like normal sort of starbucks kind of fair so you can go and get big slices of cake and you can get paninis and sandwiches and that kind of stuff so a lot of people will just go and grab something for breakfast from there might be maybe an orange juice and a coffee grab that walk to the park and by the time they've got to the park they're already in set for the day if we're on a meal plan then of course you're going to be going into the chakwagon cafe and going to have your breakfast in there i really like this this restaurant it's kind of it's caught i mean i like the whole wild west kind of theming anyway so that kind of spreads out it's quite a 
big restaurant sometimes you know you look at the queue and think oh wow that's quite a long queue to get into it but it goes reasonably quick they're very kind of quick at what they're doing i must say as well this toilets next to the restaurant they're really nice i know it sounds like a really weird thing but they were refurbished a couple of years ago and they're just really nice so the restaurant's open for breakfast uh, so you can go and get your your breakfast most people some people do say to us you know can, can i just get a breakfast only meal plan and then i'll sort of pay as you go the rest of the time it's really not worth it in all honesty for the price difference between what breakfast is and the standard meal plan you might as well pay the extra and get an evening meal included it's not that much more in comparison breakfast is not cheap at <laughs> disneyland paris if you're not a particularly big breakfast eater then maybe don't bother having the breakfast the, the buffet one maybe just go to starbucks and grab a go or even just a lot of people take sort of like the Belvitas and things like that or rice crackers because let's face it Mandit do you have a particularly big breakfast when you're at home? No I don't at home but I do like a Disney buffet breakfast I mm, say mm, and yeah. I think it does get you set up for the day yeah again it depends on the time of year what time the parks are opening but if you've had that nice big buffet breakfast then you'll probably find you're just snacking at lunch and then just having your evening meal so if you have got a half board meal package everything's taken care of isn't it? But if you are more yeah, breakfast on the go, don't eat a big breakfast. So you can take things with you, you can buy Starbucks. But there's quite a few places in Disney Village you can pick things up or just have a coffee to start your day and then have something in the parks uh, mid-morning to keep you going. Yeah, a lot of people just sort of grab snacks or something in the park. I mean, it's a good way of kind of doing that. Or they might eat their main meal, sort of their lunch a bit earlier as well. So I mean, a lot of the, the quick service restaurants you can get into reasonably early. I mean, I've had, to try and avoid the crowds, I've had my lunch before at sort of half past 11. I haven't had breakfast and then immediately gone and had <laughs> <laughs> a menu number three sort of like an hour afterwards so yeah if you don't have that so it kind of just depends on how you sort of you know your family better than we do so it kind of depends on, on that in the evening then you've got the buffet so it's kind of a bit more of a Tex-Mex sort of feel to it as per usual you've got the normal, the normal sort of like kids kind of stuff so you know they can have sort of chicken nuggets and macaroni cheese and all that kind of stuff and I've said before I do like the chicken nuggets in the buffets at Disney but it, it is kind of like a bit more of a Tex-Mex kind of uh, feel to it you can can get things like sort of like chili and you can make wraps from it as well so sort of like chicken fajitas you can also get sort of like the sliced meat dolphin wild potatoes pasta that kind of stuff so it's a really good kind of range salad as well if you've been to billy bob's lagrange which is on the third floor of billy bob's in disney village it's almost the same food not that much difference between them the difference is the price because look billy bob's is about three or four euros more expensive for pretty much exactly the same thing so you know if you're paying out of pocket for it um, maybe go to this one uh, that's myself and one of my friends did we went we wanted to go we were gonna we were i'm gonna worry about going to billy bob's before ah, actually no let's go to chuck wagon cafe instead it's the same food we can save ourselves sort of four euros or so but if you're on the the standard dining plan then it's included you then also you get your buffet and then you also get a, a uh, refreshing drink included as well yeah that um half board standard meal plan i think is really good value for money for what you get and if you are staying maybe three or four nights at hotel cheyenne of course you can use that meal voucher for your main meal for lunch in the parks if you prefer or dinner at another one of the hotels that uh, has the standard meal plan as well 
or you can pay a bit extra, can't you, if you want to have one of the plus restaurants? Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people do is they go and, for example, one night they might go into, into if they're staying at Cheyenne, they're going to do one night in their own hotel. Another night they might go to somewhere in Disney Village or they might go opposite and go to um, Hotel Santa Fe, go and have the buffet there. It is a different buffet over there. And then one day they might go to Plaza Gardens or Agrabah Cafe in the Disneyland Park. So there's quite a few different places you can go to without paying anything extra but then likewise as you said you can just use your your voucher as a monetary value towards eating at one of the plus restaurants and nets is really popular one to go and use it for it's only a couple of pounds a couple of euros more to uh, sort of out of pocket to go and eat there and it's kind of quite a cool place it's quite energetic it's a lot of kinetic movement in that restaurant i really like Annette's. it's a a great fun restaurant isn't it the menu is i mean it's it's fairly standard but i think the kids really like it Uh, it's in a very convenient location in Disney Village so you're going to be walking through there to get to the parks or back to your hotel uh, so definitely that's a, a good choice yeah really good kind of choice one of the things I do like about going to a buffet is that you're in and you're going to start eating straight away so if you go like to Chuck somewhere Wagon Cafe yeah buffet, yeah yeah because we, we've had it before where we've kind of looked at the queue for a net because you don't you can't re- reserve there and then i've kind of checked to see if there's any availability at one of the sort of hotel buffets and gone actually to be fair by the time we kind of sit down in the nets and by the time we've got through the queue and things like we could we could be eating by then by going to a buffet so if you're like me and <laughs> You just want to get. You want that you food want straight eat. away, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want to. You don't want to wait for someone to come over and then give you the menu and then all that kind of stuff. So if you're like me, yeah, buffets are kind of quite a good yeah. way of doing it. And also, you get to kind of pile up your plate and put on loads of stuff <laughs> that you wouldn't normally kind of put onto it. They had a curry, uh, like a jungle curry last year. But you mix that with with chili and Tex-Mex stuff and chicken <laughs> fajitas. I wouldn't do this at home. No, I think you're giving me indigestion just thinking about it. It's a lot of acid. There's a lot, a lot of acidy kind of food on uh, on the plate. And then the desserts are really nice as well afterwards. The desserts are a little tip for you, Amanda, is that the desserts in the buffet restaurants is the same in all the buffet restaurants. So you go to Newport Bay Club, which is a more expensive buffet, it has exactly the same desserts as if you're going to <laughs> Chuck Wagon Cafe and it's about sort of nine, ten euros cheaper. Yeah, well, there you go. That's so definitely if you like desserts. Dessert. And if you don't want a meal or after you've had your meal... There's also somewhere to go and get a drink, isn't there? They've got the Red Garter Saloon. Yeah, really nice in there. You can sit outside as well, which I've done a couple of times. You sort of sit out, especially in the summer, you can just sort of sit out and chill out, relax. There's a big screen in there, so if you're wanting to watch the, whatever the sport's on, it's a good place to watch the sport. It's one of the cheapest places to drink alcohol on site at Disney. All the hotels have got different, so Hotel Cheyenne and Santa Fe are the same prices in the bar. I think it's also the same price at the sports bar as well in Disney Village uh, and they are the three kind of cheapest places to go for a drink so even if you're not staying there you might just want to wander over it's about a euro cheaper per drink compared to going to a sort of Sequoia or a couple of euros cheaper than going to Disneyland Hotel so if all you wanted to do is sort of have a drink and sit down then yeah it's kind of quite nice to go and do that and it is one of the only bars that's going to be showing any live sport so if you do want to watch live sport then one of the best options to go for. One of the things to bear in mind if you are staying at Hotel Cheyenne is it doesn't have a pool. So Santa Fe and Cheyenne Valley Hotels, they don't have a swimming pool. So if that's important to you, then this probably isn't the hotel for you. 
And it is worth checking the price between, I mean, the next hotel up will be Sequoia Lodge, which does have a really nice pool. And quite often there isn't that big a price difference between the two. No, uh, especially in the winter season, especially off season, it's not that much more usually to upgrade to go and stay uh, at Sequoia Lodge. And then you're going to get the swimming pool. And you know what? In the summer, maybe you're not going to be in the park that much. So you don't really need to have a swimming pool. But in the winter, when the park's closing at seven, especially if you've got slightly older kids. So if you've got sort of teens or, or tweens. You know, if the park closes at seven and you have your dinner at half past seven, you're going to be done by half past eight, nine o'clock. Like maybe actually go to a hotel that's got a swimming pool because maybe you can go for a swim and then go for dinner a bit later. After that, or you're just going to end up going back to the room and the kids are going to be just watching stuff on iPads and things like that. So yeah, have a look to see if there is much of a difference to go and upgrade to go and stay at Sequoia Lodge and go to the pool. Pools there is really nice. It's got a big jacuzzi, really, really fast slide, actually surprisingly fast slide at Sequoia Lodge. Yeah, Sequoia Lodge is one of my favourite pools, I think, of all of the on-site Disney hotels. That one and the one over at Davy Crockett, I think that has a really nice pool as well. Yeah, that's, that's a really big over there. It's it's not as big at Sequoia Lodge, but it's just really nicely done. And it was recently refurbished about two years ago as well, so it, it looks really nice and really fresh. Although I have to say, I mean, I do this all the time. Oh, I have to stay at the place with the pool. And then you go there and then you, you never actually use the pool. So, so it's really think, <laughs> think hard whether, you know, you're going to a hotel for these amenities that you're not actually going to use. Yeah, very much. So. I mean, likewise, for example, at Cheyenne, certain times of year, they have pony rides. It's an extra charge to go and do them. You don't have to be staying on site. You can, anyone uh, who's staying at another Disney hotel can just go in and go and uh, pay to have the pony rides. But realistically, the times that the pony rides are on, you're probably going to be in the park. So you might do it on your first day or on your last day. That's about it, really. I don't really think anyone's leaving the park halfway through the day to come back and have a pony ride. No, but they're just little fun extras, aren't they? And I think especially yeah, with younger yeah. children, particularly you've got that Wild West theme. Yeah, a few pony rides through the Wild West town would be, <laughs> be quite special for them. So we always finish the show with some of our top tips. So what's one of your top tips for staying at the Hotel Cheyenne? I'd say definitely book in for dinner one night at the Chuck Wagon Cafe. It's a really fun Tex-Mex buffet uh great value for money even if you're not on a dining plan it's still fantastic value for money much sort of better value for money than some of the other kind of restaurants you're going to find in disney village for example that's my top tip is go and have dinner one night at chuck Wagon cafe one of my top tips you already mentioned actually before but is to walk to the parks rather than take the shuttle bus and the shuttle bus is there if you have got little ones with little legs who who don't want to do the walking fair enough but you're going to find it's quicker to walk to the parks than it is to wait for the shuttle bus very 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 true and then you also skip security as well by going through disney village security as opposed to going with all the other sort of day trippers and things like that. So it is kind of a bit of a nice experience. And you kind of stay within the Disney bubble without going out to the train station. My next t- tip is if you do have younger children and you are going to be taking the shuttle bus, look at upgrading and staying in one of the nearer hotel facilities rooms because then you're going to be closer to the reception you'll be closer to the shuttle bus you'll be closer to the restaurant as well for breakfast and for dinner. And my last top tip is to do with the price of your holiday. So I find Hotel Cheyenne does vary in cost quite a lot, depending on the day of the week you arrive and how full the hotel is, you know, how booked up it is. So look at if you're flexible on dates, look a few days either side, that can make a big difference to the cost. And also look at the cost of maybe upgrading to Sequoia Lodge, which as much as we love the Cheyenne, it's great with all that Wild West theming. If you want to be a little bit close to the parks and you want to have a pool, just look at how much difference it will be to upgrade to Sequoia Lodge, because often you'll find it isn't that much more expensive. Yeah, especially 
especially at the moment, the way that Disney are doing their pricing is they're not actually really linked together. It's not a if this hotel is this price and this one is going to be this price. It's not a set kind of figure. It's all down to how many rooms are available. So if Cheyenne is nearly full and Sequoia is pretty much empty, Sequoia might actually be cheaper. We've seen it quite a few times that Sequoia yeah. is cheaper. Although we're not trying to talk you out of staying at the Hotel Cheyenne oh, no. because we do really love that hotel. <laughs> really, yeah, and, yeah. And I think particularly for people with young kids, they will really, really love the theming. Uh, whether they're Toy Story fans or not, you do feel like you're staying somewhere very special. It's certainly not the run-of-the-mill hotel. feels very different when you're staying there, doesn't it? And as with all on-site Disney hotels, you can get into the park early as well, which is a fantastic uh, sort of extra bonus. So whilst the park normally opens at 10 o'clock, you can usually get in from 8.30 in the morning. So you're going to be able to go up not everything's open it's generally tends to be sort of the fantasy land rides and most of discovery land so you can go in and get a few rides ticked off every single morning well that's all for this week we really hope you enjoyed the show and finding out a little bit more about the hotel cheyenne please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our future episodes and if you like the show, it'd be great if you could leave us a review as well. If you want to find out more about Fairytale Holidays and how you can book your next holiday with us, then visit our website. That's fairytaleholidays.co.uk. You can find all the links in the show notes. So thanks for listening. And have a magical day. <laughs>